for Radio 191 FM podcast. That was the amazing new single by the one and only Disciple Patty. So that single literally came out yesterday, which is so, so sick. And the music video for it is incredible. And what's even better now is we are very, very lucky to be joined on the phone with Disciple Patty herself. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm great, thanks. Thank you so much for having me, Hennessy. No, oh my god, thank you so much for being on the show. This is awesome. Like, the single is so cool, man. It's thank so, you. so sick. So tell us a wee bit about yourself. Like, how did you get into music? Because obviously this is your first single, so what's the process been like? Yeah, so um, it's been crazy. Um, I've been in music, been around music. I grew up with music my whole life. My family is very, very musical. Um my dad and his brothers all play like six different instruments. It's crazy. So you can imagine what family gatherings are like, you know, see, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. And so I started gigging, um, doing corporate um, covers uh, with a band called The Bertones yeah. um, in high school. I went to King's College and um, that was pretty much my first job. So mm-hmm. listen, I'm not, I'm not good at waitressing. I cannot take orders to save my life. Mm. I probably would die in retail. So I ended up... Um, gigging for money and that's how I first um, started getting into music and then I um, wrote my first song ever with um, the producer, with this producer who was the bassist for that same band, his name was Jacob Mm -hmm. and um, my first ever track um, was for him and it was called No Heart and then I got enough confidence after writing that to write my own tracks and now I'm releasing this debut single so I'm super excited. Yay! Um, That's so wicked. It's really cool that you had like such a great support network of people that could help you kind of get that confidence to produce your own work. Oh definitely. Um, My family's been super supportive. My parents are both um, very musical people so they Mm. understand um, how personal music can be especially Mm. when you're writing it from your own perspective takes a lot of emotion to perform music in um, the manner that, um, you know, a lot of musicians do. So they definitely understand that. I'm very, very blessed to be born into the family that I'm born into. (laughs) Absolutely. Because what is the story behind The Boy Who Cried Woman? Yeah, so it's funny because when people hear this song, they think I've written it about, like, a lover or a man. Yeah. So all I hear is, who hurt you? Who hurt you? And I'm like, listen... None of your business, first of all. <laughs> but the song was not um, actually written about a lover or a man. It was written about um, my experience as a Pacifica person, a mm. Samoan person, a person of color um, growing up in New Zealand. Yeah. So over the past, I reckon, decade and even this year alone, um, I learned, I only just learned about um, the injustices that Pacifica people have really had to go through, mm. which really unsettled me and it made me frustrated because I didn't know about them before and it was upsetting because it wasn't taught it's not taught in the school curriculum here in New Zealand and so um, it was just it just made me really upset it made me yeah. really frustrated and so this um, song was kind of like an outlet it was like an, a revenge song it's um, it's basically talking about how um, oftentimes specific people and people of colour get put into a box and we can mm. only be one certain thing and, and this song just speaks to how we're actually multifaceted, you know, we have a whole lot of 
different sides to us that people don't know about, which is where the, the line, you think you know me, you think mm. you know my back comes from. Um, and so, yeah, this song, especially in light of the measles, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, like the, the Otago Daily Times, I just feel like in the past um, couple of uh, years, we've just constantly had power taken from us. Mm. We've had, um, you know, a lot of people try to take away that power. And so for me, the song was all about reclaiming that power back and just um, grasping back onto the power that we actually have within us as specific people. Mm. So yeah, so that's where the song comes from. That's beautiful because I can... I completely agree with you. And what I've actually noticed probably in like the last kind of period of time, I'd say even the last couple of months, is that there has been a lot of people of colour in New Zealand making music that is relevant to their culture. Say, for instance, you got Thea with like the most beautiful Christmas waiata of Te Kai Whakaroa o Te Ao, or you've got Swidit like writing songs about like Bunga and like mm. you doing all these sort of songs. And it's really cool that it's, breaking into the mainstream to spread a message that is not really talked about in New Zealand and like you said especially with the ODT and the measles mm-hmm. outbreak and everything it's so like this song couldn't have come out at almost a better time yeah yeah well see we um we have plans to release it at a different day um just because um we wanted to be respectful of the families that yeah. um who lost um, children, but mm. um, once the, that cartoon came out, it was like, damn, so we really can't catch a break. And yeah. um, we just needed something. I felt like I needed to do something to contribute to empowering my own people. Absolutely. Um, but I think you make such a good point there, Hennessy, because I feel like a lot of Pacific artists now are starting to realize that um, their platform is what will change um, mainstream ideas about us. Absolutely. And, it's, it's so beautiful to see Pacifica artists and artists of colour just coming up and flourishing and bringing um, out new ideas about how to think about Pacific people that I think mainstream media are still trying to catch up to. So totally. it's, it's, it's forcing people to, to um, see us for who and what we are. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, it's really cool because then, say for instance, there could be so many young discipline, or sorry, no, disciple. I keep saying discipline. I have really <laughs> bad dyslexia. I'm sorry. How many people have called me that? <laughs> but like, you think about all the like little disciple patties that are out there and they're like, you know, looking up to you as a source of inspiration. Like, that's so cool. Thank you. Yeah. And I only hope that um, this will give them um, permission because I feel like a lot of the time, um, Especially young Pacific girls, we, we wait around for people to give us permission to speak. Absolutely. And I think that um, you know, as much as we can all say like, oh, it's like don't don't um don't wait for somebody else to give you permission. I think I hope that the song gives those young girls the freedom to to say what they want and to to know that their voice is is heard and is important. Totally. And do you have any plans for like future releases or anything like that? Yes, so I have two singles possibly coming uh, coming out next year. Sorry, they will be coming out next year. Yes. But um, I don't have any dates for you, Hennessy. <laughs> listen, listen, people have been trying to get on my butt, like, where's the next one, where's the next one? I'm like, hey, 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 you're going to have to wait. Honestly, so, good things take time. Art's a process. Like, you got to chill. Exactly, exactly. Nah, absolutely. That's so yeah. cool. And, like, are you doing much for the kind of the New Year's period? Yeah, so um, I will be gigging here and there doing covers um, uh, in Auckland. Nice. But um, I have 
I shot a little bit of like a, a little show um, in the talks, but Ooh. I don't want to don't want to say anything too soon. And then things <laughs> happen, and people are like, "What? Are you going to have a show on Radio One?" So I'm trying to figure out when when it's going to happen. I'm like, "Sorry, I can't." Terrible. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, but yeah. No, of course. And though that's so cool that you're just at least working to make more music and just keep on spreading this amazing message out there. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for taking the time to even speak to me and and have me on your platform no oh my god like we heard the preview for the song and we all loved it we thought it was great oh my god and do you have do you have anywhere like where people can kind of contact you on or like social media and streaming services yes so um at the moment i'm on spotify i'm on every streaming platform streaming Mm -hmm. platform um all you have to do is look up disciple as a follower of jesus because i'd be taking these girls to church (laughs) Um, and then um, the next name after that is Pati, which is my, my name. So Disciple Pati. Beautiful. Um, and um, that's the same on Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And on my Instagram, it's a little bit different. It's Disciple underscore Pati. So I hope people get that major difference because it's a big <laughs> Beautiful. that's in there. And so, yeah. for people that like might not have heard it, why should people listen to your song? Why should people care? People should care because the Pacific is um, one of the biggest populations in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. There are more Pacific people that are in New Zealand than there are (laughs) in the Pacific. Um, And we have contributed majorly to the the economy and to the building of this country. And um, our history is not spoken about. Our history has been essentially erased from history books. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's just unfair that um, we get treated in this manner um, in a country that we've really helped to um, maintain. So I think that it's important that people listen to this because um, it might change their minds about the thoughts that they would have had about Pacific people and who we are. Absolutely. Um, you know what I mean? Um, we, we're we multifaceted people, but we're only seen as um, one-dimensional, and it's important that um, people watch this video and listen to this music and all of the other Pacific music that's out there yeah. understand that that couldn't be further from the truth. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, that's beautiful. And, like, <laughs> if you don't listen to it after that pitch, then, like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> but, no, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Be sure to let us know when you are in Dunedin and we will hang out. It will be Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Hennessy. No. I really, really appreciate you and your team. Anytime. Oh, what an absolute angel. Oh, bless her soul. Definitely go and stream The Boy Who Cried Woman as soon as you possibly can. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.